In Parshat Shvili, we have uh, the first uh, parsha of Achlot Asirot, where the Torah mentions the animals that one can eat and the animals that one cannot eat, and uh, afterwards it brings a few of the din of uh, the Isra of Nevela. And uh, I would like to learn with you a sugya in Chulin, Daf Kuf Bet, that discusses some of these issues. The Gemara says, Achal Tzipor Tehora Bimitata, which is an Isra of Nevela, because I eat, you have to eat a kazayit. As if you eat an entire tzipor, a very small bird, and it's less than a kazayit, you're not over. You have to eat a full kazayit. Utmeah, however, if you eat a of tameh, one of the ofot that are listed as being not kosher, bein b'chayah, bein mitata whether it's live or dead, you're over on the isra of eating one of the ofot tmeim, so you're chayiv on a kolshu. If you ate the entire oaf, you're chayiv on a kolshu. The reason that you're chayiv on a kolshu, even though you didn't eat the kazayis, is it's known, that's known as a din of beria. In other words, you ate an entire organic unit, and therefore you're chayiv. You ate the, 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 the animal in its, in its entirety. So even though there, it was less than a kazayis, nevertheless you're chayiv midin, midin beria. And uh, Tosas wants to know, what's the difference between the issue of the vela? Why by Nevela do we insist that you eat an entire kazayis and eating the entire oaf would not be sufficient? You have to eat more than that in order to uh, add up to a kazayis. While regarding the Isra of oaf tameh, it's enough to eat the entire, uh, the, the bird in its entirety and one doesn't have to eat a kazayis. And Tosa says as follows. Tosa says in Daft Tzadik Vav Aleph in Chulin, V'yim Toma, Ma'ishna De'ivim Menachai why Why, if, if beria is, is important, and we look at beria, and beria, we, we, we don't need kazait when we eat a beria. It's sufficient to eat the entire organic unit. Uh, and one doesn't have to eat uh, a kazais. Why is that good enough by oftame, and not good enough by, by nevela? I mean, the Torah lists all the ofot that you're not allowed to eat. Et ha-perez, et ha-nesher, et etc. And you ate one of them. The Torah says, don't eat it in Tinshamet, and you ate it in Tinshamet. So if you ate exactly what the Torah says not to eat, you violated what the Torah says. You know, eating the entire of contradicts directly what the Torah says. However, regarding Nevela, Chaticha Nami Mashman Nevela. Nevela is not a type of animal. Nevela is a category. A, a kosher animal that dies becomes a Nevela. And Nevela is, is not defined by the specific animal, but by, by what happened to it. And therefore, a Nevela is Chaticha Nami Nekran Nevela. If you ate uh, a, a tinshamit, you ate a tinshamit. If you ate a, a, a nevela, nevela is not a, a nevela of tinshamit. A nevela is nevela. And, uh, any animal that dies can become, become a nevela. So if you ate, so regarding nevela, there's no specification of a specific type of animal. 
And therefore, you're over only if you eat an available. What's eating on available? Chol Tarakula. It's Kazais, Bechdeachil's Pras. So Tosas basically says that the dinner beria is based on the fact that the Torah specifies this type of animal, and if you ate that animal, even though it was a Kazais, you violated what it says in the Torah. Regarding Nevela, there's no specific mention of any type of animal, but there rather there's a general Isra of Nevela. And therefore, to over the general Isra of Nevela, you have to eat a Kazais like we have in the rest, you know, call it you need Kazais Bechteachil's Pras. So basically, the dinner beria, according to Tosos, is like Exerzakasim. Tosos don't eat this animal, you ate that animal. So I don't, I don't care about how big it was, whether it was a Kazais or not a Kazais. Rashi, uh, and Dafkuf Bezim and Vez gives a different uh, explanation and distinguishes between Vela and between Oftame on different grounds. Love the Nevela lekel echiyuvim shemberia. What Rashi says is, in order to be in Vela, you need that it should be aser mitchilas briyasa. That the iser was when it be, first became a berry when, when it was born. At that point, it was aser. <coughs> uh, so by Oftame. At the point that the Tinshamis or the Nesher was born, it was Asr. It was a Tinshamis, it was a Nesher. The Isr of Oftame began at its, at its, point, of, at its point of creation. It was Asr with Chilas Priyasa. On the other hand, Nevela, when it became Tinshamis, it wasn't Nevela yet. Only when it died, it became a Nevela. Basically, I think what, Tosus, what Rashi is saying is that in order to be Asr, in Machos Asur, says Nevela, the the Isr has to be intrinsic, integral to the barrier. On the other hand, uh, and therefore, when it was created as a barrier, at its inception, the, this Isr was created along with it. You know, the barrier Shabbat is intrinsically connect, connected to the Isr. On the other hand, the Isr Nevela is, is not intrinsic to the barrier. When the barrier dies, it happens to become a Nevela but it's not intrinsic to the barrier itself. And therefore, the dinner barrier would only apply to the Isser of that, that, that's Nesa Mitchias Briyasa, which is either Eber Menachai, which, which the Isser of Eber Menachai <coughs> comes at its inception, or the Isser of Oftame, is when it was born, it became an Oftame. On the other hand, Nevela is something that occurred only afterwards, and it's not a function of the barrier itself. This Gemara Makos Gimel, which seems to be supportive of the Shita of Rashi, uh, the Mishnah says, "Kam tevel How much should one eat of tevel and be chayav? Rabbi Shimon Omer Kolshu, you don't eat a kazayis. Chachamim Omer Kazayis. Don't you agree that if you eat an ant, you're chayev? An ant, why are you chayev? Uh, it's a barrier. You eat an entire ant, you're chayev without a kazayis because you ate a barrier. So also when you eat a chita achas, one wheat of uh, tevel, so you ate it, you know, as it was created. It's an it's a organic unit. One, one piece of wheat is an organic unit. You don't eat a kazayis. The Gemara Daf Yudzayin Beis, in explaining the difference between Rabbi Shimon and Chachamim, says as follows: Rabbanan Briasin Shama Chashuva Chita Lo Chashuva. Why do Rabbanan argue on Rabbi Shimon? Because in order to have the Chashivus of a Beria, it has to be Briasin Shama. It has to be, it has to be something of life, an animal. On the other hand, uh, something which is grown 
uh, agricultural, but not a live animal, that doesn't have the chashivus of barbaria. So chita wouldn't have the chashivus of barbaria, while an animal would. That's the distinction according to Chachamim. The entire uh, discussion is on what is important, what is not important, what, what does have chashivus, what doesn't have chashivus, that's parallel to, to Rashi's argument. Right? According to Tosa, it has nothing to do with Hashim's at all. It has to do with the fact that the Torah explicitly said, don't eat in a malah, don't eat a sharat ha'aretz. And, uh, don't eat these types of animals. The Torah men- mentioned these things explicitly. So if you ate a sharat ha'aretz, you violated what the Torah said, even though you didn't eat a kazayas. But it has nothing to do with the Hashimus of Beresh Neshama as opposed to, as opposed to Tzomeach. But rather it has to do with what the Torah said explicitly. So the Gemara seems to be, at least the explanation, because I would say, what's the difference between the Mala and between the Chita? Not between Beresh Neshama and Tzomeach, but rather between what the Torah asked explicitly and what the Torah didn't ask explicitly. Tevel is a general Isser, it's a gen- generic Isser like, like Nevela. And therefore, you need a Kazayis. However, the Mala is something, the Torah said, don't eat a Sharetz HaSharetz HaLaharetz. And the Mala is a Sharetz HaSharetz HaLaharetz. You violate exactly what the Torah said. So, uh, this Gemara in Dafi Zayim Beis seems to be supportive of the position of Rashi. There are a number of different other uh, um, applications of the Din of Beria. There's Beria regarding Bittel, regarding, regarding Tarovis, but I want to discuss Beria regarding Bracha, uh, regarding Birchos Hanenin. The Yushalmi Brachos, Aleph, brings a story between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Bar Abba. Rabbi Yochanan Nasav Zaysa, he took, a, he took an, a, 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 an olive, Ubirach the father of Lachrav, he made a bracha Rishona, and he also made a bracha Achrona, Allah Eitzval Priya Eitz. Lavi Rabchia Barval, Mistakobe, Rabchia Barval was started staring at him. Amalir Rabbi Yochanan, Bavlai, Mata Mistakobe, why are you looking at me? Lest they call Shu, Min Shiva Taun, Bracha the father of Lachrav, you don't know that if it's one of the Shiva Saminim. You need a bracha l'fanah and a bracha achreya. Of course, he knew, he knew that did. Why was he bothered? Because when he spit out the, the pit, so if you take a kazayis and you spit out the pit, you have less than a kazayis. Doesn't Rabbi Yochanan realize that by spitting out the pit? He had less than a kazais, and therefore you shouldn't make a bracha achrona. My avid lay Rabbi Yochanan, we shouldn't bury Rabbi Yochanan made a bracha because of the din of beria. He ate a, 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 a zayis, a zayis is a beria, and therefore even though there was not a kazais, a shear of kazais, nevertheless he was chayv a bracha achrona. Mr. Yochanan Amra, shekein acha preida acha shal anav, preida acha shal rimon, shuton bracha lefanel achrona. Right? And this is the shita of Rabbi Yochanan, that even if you eat one grape, even if you eat one piece of a, of a, uh, of a pomegranate, you chai bracha achrona because of the din of beria, even if it has less than a kazayas. So the Yushalmi applies the din of beria to bracha as well, regarding the din of bracha achrona. The Gemara bracha stuff, the Bavli, brings the same story. However, from the Gemara in the Bavli, you would reach a different conclusion. He ate an olive, and he made a bracha before and after. 
Right? On this, we don't have Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Chiyam, or staring at him, but rather, Rabbi Yirmiya comes to Rabbi Zeira, Rabbi Yochan, Hechem, Avrach, Alzayim, Aliyah, Kemel, Shakla, Garinei, Basle, Shira. How could Rabbi Yochan make a bracha? If he spit out the pit, he doesn't have a shear. Amalei, mi savit kazait gadol ba'inan, kazait benoni ba'inan. Vahida aitil kamit Rabbi Yochan, zait gadol havei, dafagav de shaklo garinetei, pashle shiura. So what Rabbi Zerah answered him is that all you need is a moderate size of a zayit. The zayit that came before Rabbi Yochan was a large zayit, and therefore even though he spit out the pit, he was left with a share of kazait. In other words, the answer of the Bavli is that you need a kazais. You need a share of kazais even when you eat an olive. The answer of the Shami is, since you're eating an olive, which is a, which is a beria, you don't need a share of kazais. The Bavli seems to be arguing on the Rishalmi. So first of all, before we go further, let's see how this would play out in the Machlokas Rashi and Tosas that we saw beforehand. According to Rashi, so a beria has chashivus. So if you ate an entire beria, you might require a bracha achrona. When you eat, you know, if you, when you eat, in order for that action to have significance, in a normal situation, you have to have a certain amount. But if you eat something which has inherent significance, so like a, like a, like an entire beria, so that's considered achila. You've accomplished something through the achila, even though you haven't eaten the entire shir. So eating a beria can replace the requirement for shir regarding machal sasaros, as well as regarding bracha achrona. So Rashi, you know, we, we can apply Rashi here pretty simply. According to Tosos, you'll have to say that the Torah specified, Eretz chita usara gefen teno limon, Eretz zechemer uduvash, v'achalta v'savata v'rakta t'hashem alokecha. The Torah says, and according to some opinions, this is going on all Shemus Haminim. This is my focus whether the Bracha Chasbi and Shalosh on the Shemus Haminim is Doraisa or Drabana. But according to some people, is going on Chitav Sara Gefen Tenarimon. So the Torah specified explicitly that if you ate a Gefen Tenarimon, Erev Zeit Shemun Udvash, if you ate one of these things, you're Chayv Bracha Chrona. In fact, the Teoshua makes a diuk. But all the cases in Nushalmi are one of the Shavas Haminim. Rimon, Zayis, Anav, they're all cases of the Zayiminim. And therefore the Pnei Shua suggests that the din of Beria regarding Berch is only regarding the Zayiminim. But you wouldn't apply it to anything else. Now that would work very, very well according to Tosos, that the only reason that you have a din of Beria is because Torah said explicitly, if you eat a Zayit, you make a bracha, v'achalta v'savata, what? The Zayit that I mentioned before. Uh, I would just point out that if that would be true, maybe it wouldn't apply to, um, to a date. Um, the Pasuk says, Eretz Chito Sora Gefen Te'inau Rimon, and it says, Eretz Shemen Udvash. It never mentions a Tamar, it mentions Dvash. According to Chazal, the Dvash over here is not uh, bee honey, but rather it's uh, silad or honey made of Tamarim, of, uh, of dates. And therefore, since the date is not mentioned explicitly, but, but Dvash is mentioned, so 
you would have no source for that achilas tamar is mechayev bracha. Uh, be that as it may, um, we could apply both Rashi as well as Tosus to the Rishali. The question that we have to deal with is, why does the uh, Bavli argue on the Rishali? <coughs> so here we have <coughs> three different positions in the Rishonim regarding the um, relationship between the Bavli and the Rishali. The two um, extreme positions are found in Tosus. The first position is uh, that the Bavli is cho- that the Yushalmi is cholik agmar didan kedemash ma'achem kein ein alach kamoto shel Yushalmi. We don't pass on Yushalmi. The Bavli argues on Yushalmi. According to Yushalmi, there is a dinner barrier by bracha achwara. According to Yushalmi, according to the Bavli, there is not. We pass like the Bavli. There's a there's a there's a argument between the Bavli and the Yushalmi. The rift doesn't bring down the dinner barrier. The, Yusha, the, 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 the Rambam doesn't bring down the dinner barrier. Apparently, both according to the rift as well as according to the Rambam, the Bavli argues on the Shalmi, and we don't accept the, 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 uh, the Yushalmi lahalacha. So that's one extreme position. The second extreme position is the position of Rabbi Yossi found in Tosos. For Rabbi Yossi ha'yom ha'farish, she Yushalmi eno cholek al-gemar shalanu, da'acha ma'imi shehusru ha'gar'inim. In other words, what the uh, what the Tosos does, Rabbi Yossi in Tosos, is makes a different kemta. The Yushalmi was talking about a case, the whole discussion, dialogue between Rav Bar Abba and Rav Yochanan in Yushalmi, which discussed the issue of Beria, was because Yushalmi was discussing a case where Rav Yochanan ate an entire Zayis and then spit out the pit. But he ate the entire Zayis, therefore he ate a Beria. While according to ba- the Bavli, is talking about a pitted olive. The, the pit was already taken out previously. And therefore, at the time that Rabbi Yochanan ate the olive, it was no longer a barrier. In order to be a barrier, it has to be a complete organic unit. But according to the, according to the Ikimta of the Bavli, it was a pitted olive, and therefore Rabbi Yochanan ate it, it was no longer a barrior. The only way Rabbi Yochanan could be Nechayi V'brachachona is if he ate the shear of a kazayis, and therefore the Bavli says it's talking about where he ate a big zayis, that even without a pit, you had a shear. So according to Rabbi Yossi, you know, had Rabbi Yossi in Tosos, had the Yushalmi, had the Bavli been discussing the parallel case with the Yushalmi, where he ate the entire uh, olive with the pit, and then spit out the pit, the, the Bavli would have agreed that this is in a barrier, and it's Mechayi Bracha Achrona. However, according to the Bavli, he was talking about a different case. And therefore, the Bavli didn't think that you could apply the din of Beria over here. So according to the, this position, basically there's no reason to assume that the Bavli would argue in the Rishalmi. And in cases where the Bavli doesn't argue in the Rishalmi, and the Rishalmi brings it in, we pass it like the Rishalmi. So those are the two extreme positions regarding the relationship between the Bavli and between the Rishalmi. The middle position is that the Bavli argues on the Yushalmi, but not on the basic halacha of Beria, but rather on the specific application of Beria in this context. 
For instance, Rabbeinu Yonah, Tamir Rabbeinu Yonah, say as follows. Regarding the basic din, it could be that regarding Beria, the Talmud probably agrees with Yerushalmi. In the case of a Zayis, an olive, where the eating the pit is not there to eat the pit, regarding that, the Bali thinks that's not a case of Beria. To be a barrier, you have to eat the, the entire organic unit in its entirety. By an olive, you spit out the pit. And by spitting out the pit, not only do you not have a shear of azayis, you also don't have a barrier. In order to be a barrier, you have to eat the entire thing. When you eat a grape, you eat the entire grape. Let's assume you, didn't, you don't eat it. It's a grape without a pit, or you ate the pit. Irrelevant. But regarding a grape, you could eat the entire grape. Regarding a, an olive, you, you spit out the pit. So, according to Rabbi Yonah, we're talking about the, the Machokas Babli and Yushami is on applying the dinner barrier to the case of an olive. In a case where you eat the entire barrier, for instance, by a, um, if you're talking about a fig, or if you're talking about a, a grape, over there you can be Chayva Bracha Achrona without eating Kazais from the barrier. There, the Babli would agree. The Babli argues on the case of an olive, because an olive is spit out of it. So, according to Tamir Rabbi Yonah, that's Machogas Babi Yushami. Can you apply the Dinaberia to a, an olive where the way that you would normally eat an olive is by spitting out a, out a pit, and therefore the Bavli considers an olive not to be a barrier, not to be a case of barrier, while Yushami considers the olive to be a case of barrier because you ate the Zayis in its entirety regarding everything that's Rai Lachila in that, in that Zayis. Uh, similarly, we find uh, another position in Mishnah Yaakov, who um, enlists the Sugya in Makos, you know, to this case. Because what the Mishkos Yaakov says is, didn't we see in Makos that there's a distinction between Beryas Neshama and Beryas Tzomeach? That only regarding Beryas Neshama, like in the Mala, only is that considered a Beryas. However, by Tzomeach, you know, things that are grown, agricultural uh, objects, over there you don't apply it in a Beryas. Bay is only applied when the importance of the unit is it has life. Uh, a, an oftame, an mala, it, it's something that has life. That gives it importance. That awards its import, it, it awards it the importance. However, regarding regarding Azayis, Azayis is something which grows on a tree. It doesn't have beers and shama. So if we want to apply the sheet of Chachamim that we saw in Makos to the case of, of Brachos, so maybe we'd reply to dinner beria to eating a small fish in its entirety. But to eat an olive, which is not a beer's neshama, over there you wouldn't apply to dinner beria. So the Mishkos Yaakov suggests that basically the Bavli could accept the dinner beria, but it would apply it only to beer's neshama. The application of the Yushalmi of applying beria to a case of Azayis, that's the sheet of Rab Shimon. We don't pass it like Rab Shimon. So that's the solution of the Mishkinos Yaakov. 
Um, it should be pointed out that if we accept the position of Tolstos, that the dinner beria is a function of what it says explicitly in the Torah, so regarding the mala, it says don't eat a sharetz ala'aretz. And the mala is mentioned specifically, not to eat this kind of animal. However, regarding what it says explicitly in the Torah, it doesn't say anywhere explicitly in the Torah not to eat, uh, that you have to make a brach if you eat a small fish. It says, Vachatosvatavrachtaanashimasamin. So the so if we say the difference between an amala and between a chita is whether it says specifically the Torah or whether it's not said specifically the Torah, regarding Tevil, it doesn't say anything about any organic unit. It says don't eat Tevil. Like it says don't eat Nevela. But regarding the Mala, there there's a specific mention of a Sheritz Hashorit Salaharitz. So the distinction between the Mala and, uh, and, and, they, and, and Chita makes sense. However, if we apply that to the case of Birchus Hananin, so what does it mention specifically in the Torah? Specifically, Chita Sauragefentena Rimon. Specifically, uh, those fruit. However, it never mentions anywhere regarding a Chatav Sata Virachta, a small fish. So, according to Tosas, you might come to the opposite conclusion of the of the Mishkal Yaakov. That your chayiv abracha achrona amberia dafke if you eat one of these fruit, like we saw in the in the Pnei Oshua. However, if you eat a small fish, that's not one of the minim shenishtavcham be'er Yisrael. There, you would not apply the din of beria, exactly the opposite of what we saw in the Mishkan Yaakov. In conclusion, um, as we saw, there's a smachokas rishon whether you apply the din of beria uh, to birchos hanenin. Uh, the Ushami says yes. The Bavli at first glance seems to indicate no. Some people think that the Bavli argues on the Ushami and Paskin against the Ushami, the Rif, the Rambam, the first day in Tosos. Some people say the Ushami is talking about a totally different case, but would agree to the case of the Ushami in its entirety. However, here we're talking about a pitted grape, and, and therefore uh, it's not a beria. But in the case, I'm, I'm sorry, pitted olive. But in the case where the olive uh, was not pitted, the Bavli might agree to the Ushalmi. Uh, and then there's the middle position that says basically regarding the Nineveria, the Bavli can agree to the Ushalmi. However, it argues on the case of an olive, either because an olive is not derech to eat the pit, like we saw in Rabbeinu Yonah, or because uh, an olive is not a beer Neshama, but rather it's Tzomech, it's not a beer Neshama. The halacha, uh, the Shulchan Aruch says that because of the suffix, if one ate a beria in its entirety, one should not make a bracha achrona misafik. Because we say suffix brachos lahakel. And since there are many Rishonim that say that the Bavli argues on Yushalmi, therefore we will not make a bracha uh, uh, in, in such a case. Uh, however, the Shulchan Aruch says, therefore one should avoid eating a full barrier, because then one enters into Safek Brachos. So one shouldn't put oneself in a position of Safek Brachos, that according to some opinions, you require Bracha Achrona, while according to others, you can make a Bracha Achrona, and therefore, one should not put himself in such a situation, in such a position, where there's a Machlokas, whether he's Chayv a Bracha Achrona or not. And therefore, it's better to avoid such a situation, rather than... Uh, enter into that situation and then be forced not to make the bracha achorah because of the din of suffix brachos lahakel.